What's up, guys, and welcome back to Justin Time. <clears throat> so as you can see, I am again wearing a very cute shirt that I like. This one is a little rocket. You know, I was thinking I'm only going to wear the cute shirts or the shirts that I really like because I had a dream. <laughs> I have a dream that one day this channel would be sponsored by like, t-shirts and I would just be able to wear different t-shirts that people are sponsoring me. And, you know, idea, a business idea. So yeah, I will maybe only wear, but I only have four of them. So it's like, Lila Kiki, I'm only going to be wearing the same four shirts. That was another problem that I figured as well. But jumping right into it. So as you guys know, most of the videos, most of the videos that I make are about things that I hear, uh, say, think about or experience in my own life. And this particular episode is inspired by Tay Tay, the magnificent Taylor Swift. One of her uh, recent songs, I think it was Cardigan, had the lyrics, a friend to all is a friend to none. Now, for some weird reason, this weighed on me really, really heavy from the first time I heard it. And it just kept on bouncing around in my head over and over again. And I just kept on mulling over it. What does, what does she mean by that? I mean, I'm sure she had different meaning, but I derived like so much meaning from it. And I was applying it to many different places of my life. So one, and, and on top of that, <laughs> I had two or three recent conversations with different people and I just felt that that lyric really resonated with all the topics that I was, talk I was talking about. One of it was pleasing people, more for me, that one. <laughs> Another thing was gift, gift giving, giving gifts and everything, giving presents. And, <clears throat> pardon. and the last one was about uh, drugs in terms of, not like drugs, dr I mean, kind of drugs, drugs, but like, what drug are you using to substitute your pain? Dima, Dima. So the first one was about people pleasing because, I mean, even now I do kind of think I am kind of a people pleaser, but back then it was way, way worse. I just had no capacity in myself to say no to people. I was unable to reject any offer. So, you know, anytime somebody would ask me out to go to a party, a gathering, anything at all, I was saying yes. And eventually I got really, really tired. I, I don't really want to say burnout like, because I feel that there are people who have it worse than me. So I would just say really, really tired. And I was unable to actually go out with the friends that I really, really enjoyed going out with because I was just going out with every Tom, Dick and Harry. But I had a very good friend back then in foundation. His name is Sun Wei. So Sun Wei, hopefully one day you see this video and realize I gave you a shout out. And maybe I'm famous now, but probably not. But still, I gave you a shout out. And he told me something that has stuck with me. I mean, obviously it stuck with me until today because I still think about it. He said that, bro, if you keep on saying yes to people, what you're going to end up doing is that you're going to have too much on your plate. You're going to get too tired. You're going to get too burnt out. And then you're going to have to reject them anyway because you took on too many things in the first place. So you're still going to end up disappointing them. Might as well disappoint them first. Say no and only take what you can handle. And that, for some reason, just clicked with me from that day until now. And I have been using it a lot to just kind of realize that, hey, if I say yes to everything... In the end, I may end up disappointing all of them because I'm not going to be able to please everybody. I'm not going to be able to deliver, to help, to be there for every single person. Even though I may want to, I don't have that kind of capacity. And I did end up disappointing people because I was just saying yes to everybody. And I realized, hey, the whole point of me saying yes to everybody because I didn't want to disappoint them. I didn't want to let them down. But in the end, that was the same result I was achieving. So if I'm going to disappoint them anyway, might as well I say no to them upfront, save myself the hurt and the heartache and the stress, 
and the tiredness and just do what was best for me. So that was actually kind of like a self-help journey, a very, very big one I might add because I started to learn not only how to say no, that it's like, that is a big point, but it's not the main point I'm trying to get to. It's like, I learned how to put myself first, which, you know, I'm talking to a lot of different people. They don't really do that. A lot of people don't put themselves first. And I think it's because, I'm not really sure why, but uh, I do think maybe like us being Asian does have a big thing to do with it because we're always taught to serve others first. We're taught to, you know, like be polite, to respect. And I feel that that sometimes can be exploded up into be good to other people, be good to other people. But we're never taught how to be good to ourselves. We're only taught how to do that for other people. So yeah, that was a very personal self-discovery journey that I had to go through. And on top of that, it was giving gifts. Now, I'm sure every Asian, uh, your mom has probably told you, don't go empty-handed to people's house, must bring a gift, must bring a present, or just don't go empty-handed to visit people. So that was something that, yeah, I knew. But after I got to know people, it's like, I'm not going to bring a gift every time I go to your house if I'm going to be there like so freaking often, you feel me? You feel me? Oh, that was weird. <laughs> but the thing is that I understood the sentiment. So if I'm going to go visit for an occasion or something, yeah, definitely bring a gift for the house, bring a gift for the family. But something that I saw, I think it was in like younger, maybe younger people. I don't know how to say it, but there was a, a, f- a few people that I kept on meeting that they would keep on giving stuff to each other to the point that I feel that there was a slight pressure. There was a slight pressure and expectation that... I need to keep giving you something or else. So that was where I found an issue with that particular thing because I was like, if we keep on giving you stuff, because this was my philosophy also. It was like, I kind of stopped wanting to give people gifts for their birthday, for Christmas, you know, for those big occasions. And I wanted to just give them stuff throughout the year whenever I felt like it, especially when I knew that they wanted it because that I felt... (laughs) Because that I felt was way more meaningful. It's like, if I know that you want this particular thing, why should I have to wait until your birthday or something in order for me to get it for you? I just want to get it right now because I know that you want it. And I feel that that is more meaningful. So when I know that somebody wants something, I'm just going to go out and get it for them. I won't really wait. So that kind of also entails that for your birthday or for Christmas, I may not really want to buy something already because it's like, I don't want to buy you a gift just for the sake of buying a gift because there's no point, right? Not There's no need. So you won't really appreciate it. We'll just end up having a bunch of stuff that we don't really care for. So that was, again, how I tied that to like the friend. I'm not even sure. Have I explained the friend to all and friend to none yet? Let me briefly get into that right now. It was what I derived from it is that because last time I really did try to be everybody's friend. I was That was really important to me. I needed to be liked by everybody and I wanted to be there for every single person that I met. And when Taylor sang that lyric, a friend to all is a friend to none, it was like, it made me also think about free will. Like, you know, God giving us free will and everything, and God giving us the capacity to love. It's like there cannot be good with no evil. Because if there's no evil, how do you constitute that as good? It cannot be good anymore because there's no opposing factor. Then like the yin and yang also, there needs to be good chaos and order. And so there is no love without free will. There's no love without the option to not love or the option to hate you. Because if you don't have the option, you're just kind of like forced into it. 
And if you're everybody's friend and you have no enemies, then how do your friends know that you're their friend? Because if everybody's your friend, then they're not really called your friends anymore. Because everybody is just your friend. Yeah, suddenly that got really, really deep. <laughs> but uh, that's really how, what I, what I was thinking. Can you imagine that just festering for like weeks upon weeks? It's like, what am I doing in my life? Like, holy shit, is this really what I want? Is this a message I want to put forth? And I guess now what I do is that I only hold a few people close to me in my life. I can, I'm pretty sure I can just count them on one hand. And uh, yeah, that is how I know that those are real friends. Those are my friends because it's like, I'm choosing them over other people now. And that sounds harsh, but to me, I find it realistic because I can't do this for everybody, nor do I want to. In fact, that's something I realized. I don't want to do that for everybody. I just want to be there for those few people. And that's all I really, really need. And it was then that I realized because I was mulling over this actually before I heard the lyric, it's like, if I only have these five friends, that's how I know they are my actual friends because I chose to pick them or I chose to invest in them over the other people who may not be my friends, maybe they're acquaintances or people that I know, but these few people are like, I really need them in my life. I want them in my life. So yeah, I got really, really dark for a second, but uh, I, I realized I hadn't really explained the whole what I thought about it. I was just giving examples, but that's what I was actually thinking about uh, in that particular instance. Gift giving, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Actually, you know, I think we're done with the gift giving thing. <laughs> are we? I think we are. I'm just going to move on. The other conversation was actually about addiction. And it's very interesting that how like I kind of connected these dots. I was talking to somebody about alcohol, about nicotine, about sex, because I felt like those are substances that we use to kind of like mm, deal with our problems you know what i'm saying so i feel that when we use those substances in our lives it takes away the actual joy of partaking them in normal life because if those become your addiction they're no longer enjoyable there's something that you need and that's again like you know friend or always a friend and none being that you're only a friend if you choose it, if you enjoy it. It's not if you do it for everybody. So that's what I was thinking. Like when people take, because I don't really take uh, nicotine, I don't really drink and I don't really smoke. So the thing is that, that I only need a little bit of each substance for me to go like, oh, for me like, boom. but you know, for other people who are more seasoned drinkers, like the amount that need i need to get that high is like nothing for them they don't even feel it they need to take way 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 more for them to get that same effect because they've you know developed a tolerance for it and the thing is that like it's one thing to develop a tolerance for something because you enjoy it but it's another thing if like like i was having a conversation with a friend how i used to try to use alcohol to deal with my feelings we you know when i was feeling really really sad like really down and I just had bad thoughts. That was how I tried to take them away because uh, using alcohol would help me to sleep. I would just whack, like, I, not even a lot. Actually, it was just like, you know, those Arizona, California, Arizona tins is like about that big, but it's beer. And I would just like chug it. And then after I chugged it, that was enough for me to just kind of get a headache, straight go to sleep. I don't even feel anything. Next morning, reset. That was what I was using. 
So it's another thing if you're using something that you used to enjoy as a coping mechanism because that becomes your crutch. And when it becomes your crutch, it's no longer enjoyable to you because it becomes either like an addiction or a crutch. You're using it as a means to an end. And so I felt that that could be, you know, spilled over into any kind of substance, whether it's sex, whether it's nicotine, whether it's alcohol, whether, you know, any type of substance that originally was meant for good. I mean, not really nicotine, that's not really meant for good. But like, used to be meant for enjoyment. Now you're using it as a crutch, as something to push something negative away. It kind of loses its meaning. It loses that novelty, that enjoyment that you once had in it. And that was what I felt, again, was being a friend to everybody. It loses that novelty. It loses that specialness of what a friend really means if everybody's your freaking friend. So yeah, I think that's enough dark stuff talk for today. I really enjoyed this episode, actually. I love sharing my thoughts. And, you know, this is actually stuff that I really wanted to have with other people. These are conversations I want to have. Those type of one-hour-long podcasts. Because I feel that these are messages, they're topics that maybe they're not talked about often, but I feel they are pretty important in terms of self-reflection. Like what are you thinking about and how does this then reflect, how does this thinking reflect on your behaviors in life and how you're acting out in life? So yeah, that's all for me for this episode. If you ever guys, if, if you guys ever want to have a chat or if you have a question, you want something uh, for me to answer, please do put it in the comment. Uh, DM me. You guys know how to reach me. Thank you for watching. See you then. See you on the next episode. I totally screwed up that outro.